This week on the show are pop culture references, we talk about the show Paper Girls, and fortune cookies. It's August 2023, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. Hello. How are you today? I'm, I'm Evan, and I'm doing pretty good. And I'm Brian, and I woke up really early to some scratching noise on the roof, and it was driving me nuts. What was scratching on the roof? I don't know. I don't it's know if it's on the roof or something stuck in the roof. Huh. <laughs> I'm Linda, and I woke up because I had to use the bathroom. Ah. Which, that's like the usual for me these days. These days? <laughs> Waking up or using the bathroom? <laughs> Waking up because I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. Both. No, I used to just sleep all day. It was good old times. Back in the good old days. Back in the arts of... Yeah, okay. So who wants to start with our pop culture reference? I'll go first. Was it last week? Did we talk about the Barbie movie? Wait, when did we talk about that? It seems like... I don't know. Was that... Uh, I think it was... Or was that two weeks ago it now? It was two weeks ago. Was two weeks. Time goes by so fast. Anyway... What did we talk about last week? That was a 150 episode. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 150, boy. <laughs> just totally spaced We out. already all forgot what we were talking about. It's a good thing we have you here, Evan. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this is Barbie-related. Uh, the movie was accepted so well that uh, Mattel has decided to release Weird Barbie. <gasps> so you can actually buy Weird Barbie from the movie now. Oh, great. It's only on pre-order. <laughs> it says it's going to ship on or before May 31st, How 2024. How expensive is it? That's the good question. Want to guess? It's over, is it over a hundred? No. Okay, that's a relief. No, I'll, I'll say like twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five. What do you think, Linnea? Like a thousand. I already said it's under a hundred. Oh, <laughs> I was zoning out. A uh, hundred. And the answer is fifty. Fifty dollars. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's expensive. It is. Is it just like an average-sized Barbie? No, it looks just like. Here, I'll show you a picture. It looks kind of creepy. Looks too. Doesn't even look like a Barbie. I it mean, just looks weird. If you want to do that, just get a regular Barbie, and do that to that regular. And Barbie. make it weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's the entire point of Weird Barbie. Yeah, I guess people want Weird Barbie the way Weird Barbie was in the movie. So there I'm you go for fifty dollars. It can be yours. I'm excited for the other Mattel movies, the new MCU Mattel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I wonder if it'll fare better than the old MCU is doing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if they make a Hot Wheels movie and it's just like Fast and Furious, <laughs> people would love that. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. All right, who's next? I'll go next. I had one that I thought Dad might like. Ooh, I'm excited. Today is National Left-Handers Day. All right. So good for you as we're recording this. The date is August 13th. I'm not quite sure what we do to celebrate that. (laughs) (laughs) We give you a high five with our left hand. Yeah, try to do a left-handed high five. (laughs) Sure, we can do that. Woohoo! Yeah. It just feels weird because I'm used to doing it with my right hand. (laughs) I guess. What's your reference, Evan? My reference is that Only Murders in the Building Season 2 is out. Season 3? Or Season 3, sorry. (laughs) I mean, season two is hot too, but yeah, it's exciting. Then you're just a couple years late. 
there's been a new murder. There are some plot twists in the first couple episodes. I still think the murderer is the same guy that I thought it was. Because that same guy, I think, is like the understudy now. So, I feel like he's the murderer still. Alright, should we move on to our main topic for this week? Let's do it. Did, did you want me to intro? Dramatic yeah. guy. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to keep going. All right, this week we are talking about the Amazon Prime series, Paper Girls. So this week we are talking about the Amazon Prime series, Paper Girls. Paper Girls follows four young girls, of course, title, who are out delivering papers and they get sucked into a time war. It's the day after Halloween 1988 and they suddenly find themselves in 2019 and they have to save the world. Not just the world, the entire timeline. I guess the entire timeline, yeah. The show is eight episodes. It starred Cameron Jones, Riley Lee Nellett, Sophia Rosinski, Fina Straza, and Adina Porter. Does anyone have some opening thoughts? Do you want to dive right into this? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this show is pretty good. It's a good premise. I feel like there are some things that it could have done better. I like all the music, but that's because most of the music is popular music of the time <laughs> that it was made in. So it's it's a fine show. I really like the show. I thought that the four main actors were really good. I think it would. It was based off of a graphic novel, and I think it would be cool to read the graphic novel. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, the graphic novel actually won some awards for um, for the art, I believe. Mm-hmm. I saw some pictures of it, and it looked really cool. And I think the characters do look quite a bit like how they do in the graphic novel. Yeah. From the sketches I saw, so it sounds like you two liked the show quite a bit. Yeah, I thought I liked it. You liked it. Okay. I I have to say I I. <laughs> kind of on the fence and not really on the fence. I I don't know. I This show just didn't really work for me. Well, I liked the first couple episodes. They were made, I think, really well. But, like, the last maybe three, four, they just didn't work pacing-wise. Okay, so you think pacing was a problem? Yeah. Why? What? What reason? They never left any dangerous situation. Like, they were like, oh, my God, we have to leave. No, I just didn't. Why? Just <laughs> leave. Mom was especially mad at this. <laughs> she was just so eventually. Is that, is that influencing your opinion, though? Because I want your opinion, not not mom's opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree with mom's opinion. That's oh, okay. The, the pacing for that is not insanely well done. And I think they leaned pretty heavily into the CGI at the end. And it wasn't that good. Some of it kind of felt like that monster from Wednesday. Yeah, I kind of noticed that with the CGI at the end. So what we mean by, like, the the pacing was kind of weird was that there could be, like, some giant thing in the sky that's going to slowly come after them in, like, less than an hour. And they're like, oh, well, it's, we got to get moving. Let's get in the car. But then it cuts to a scene of just them chilling, like, in the farm or something. Doesn't make any sense. I like how, like, the entire final area that they're in. It just kind of reminds me of laser tag like area I don't know why oh 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 the, at the very end of yeah. The, yeah the building they're in yeah 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 so I guess for me 
you know, when I hear that it's a story of some young girls who get caught up in a time war and they jump from 1988 to 2019, I mean, I, I think that's a great premise. It, I just, to me, the show just didn't, it seemed like it was less about the time war and jumping in time and more just the interpersonal relationships. Yeah. And, and not that that's a problem, but I guess I expected it to be more of the, the daring do of time travel and trying to put things right and getting back to where we're going from, where we came from. And, and to me, it just seemed a lot of spinning their wheels and trying to decide if they're going to be friends or not. Cause, cause they're not really all that friendly at the beginning. Right. They're just, they're just sort of workers on it. They're a, just coworkers. Coworkers. <laughs> yeah, they just they just meet at the office. The office happens to be the street when they're delivering papers. I was a little bit confused on how all the time stuff worked. Like anytime the characters were doing anything that involved time or finding whatever the little portals were called, the foldings. Like I was just really confused and had no idea right, what was going right. on. And I don't know if that was just an adaptation issue from the graphic novel to the TV show. But yeah, it's it seemed like. Now, granted, when you're dealing with time, you can't explain stuff like that because it doesn't really exist. But, mm-hmm. but in this case, yeah, I felt that nothing made sense. They even they tried using like a simple metaphor at the end to kind of explain, like, oh, well, you can't be re-recording over the timeline that's already happened, and even that didn't really make sense to me. Because they were doing that. Yeah. But were they? I mean, what? <laughs> I don't even. Or was it a time loop? They also said that. Yeah, I didn't get the whole time loop thing. Like, what? It's, it's, oh my gosh, it's a time loop. Just leave. It wouldn't be a time loop if you walked off. I found a lot about this series very confusing. (laughs) And I don't know if part of it's because we started watching this quite a while ago. Oh yeah, we watched like the first two episodes and then we had like five months where we didn't watch it. And for me anyway, the episodes felt kind of just like a slog to get through. I wasn't excited to see the next episode. Like there's mm. there's nothing really you know grabbing my attention. It just kind of felt like, "Eh, here's a story. Let's mm. let's see what's happening. What's happening now? Okay, well here's the end of the episode." I don't know, was it like that for you too? The final couple episodes were, but I think the first episodes I really liked. I like the whole premise of them like exploring 2019, meeting themselves, and like developing relationships. But then it just stayed like that, and there was like it didn't feel like there was many character arcs or anything until the final couple episodes. And even those were bad paced, so you couldn't really realize much. What did we think of the characters? Who did everyone like? So, yeah, so let's talk about the characters. Maybe we'll just go through them one by one. We have Cameron Jones played Tiff Quilkin. She's the super smart girl who wants to go to MIT. What did you think of her? I liked her. She's very career-driven. I like her whole premise. I just like the idea of her, like, still being, oh, yeah, I'm still going to go to MIT after all this. Nothing, Nothing's going to change. So I found Tiff's interactions with her future self to be probably some of the more interesting of the show where they meet their future selves. Yeah. Because I think it's much more interesting from a story perspective to sort of be fighting with yourself. You know, I, I have this idea of what I want to do. Well, you know, that didn't work out. We're doing this. Well, how could you let that do that? And that, I, 
Would you, you almost forget that they're the same person. Right. <laughs> Would you have fought with your younger self, Dad? Would I have fought with my younger self? How different is your life b- between the dreams of your younger life? I don't know. I guess it's a bit different. You know, I haven't I haven't won the Nobel Prize yet in, in physics or anything. So. Oh. <laughs> <That's> so sad. <laughs> is that something you wanted to do as a kid? No. <laughs> what what dream job did you have? Dream job. You know, when I was about six years old, I, re- I remember telling my mom that I wanted to be a mailman. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Fancy. It was, it was either that or a rock star. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole mailman, you are a rock star, so if the, whole, if the mailman thing doesn't work out, then you become a then rock star. I'd be a rock star, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'd go on big tours. I'd probably be touring with, with, uh, with Taylor Swift right now if I hadn't. <laughs> If I hadn't taken a different direction, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's see. Uh, Riley Lynelat as Erin Tang. So she's uh, this is her first day delivering papers. So she's kind of the new girl, and she's the first person, first of the girls to meet herself in the future. What did you think of her? I didn't find her interactions with her future self as interesting as the other girls' interactions with her future self. Uh, so, t- so Tips was more interesting. Yeah. Than, I I guess I really expected a lot more. You know, when you meet your your future self, or your future self meets you as a kid, it just kind of seemed like they looked at each other. And uh, I don't know. Spoilers. She she sees herself die mm. <laughs> in a giant robot. <laughs> And their relationship didn't really work for me. It didn't, I don't know if it was just the writing or the acting. Uh, for me, it just, it, it didn't hit, I think, where it was supposed to. I I actually liked their relationship. Okay. Like in the first couple episodes, Aaron was still just upset at how she didn't do basically anything in her life. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was an interesting premise. That's, I was kind of mad when they just killed her off at that point then. Because, like, they still had a lot to talk about. Sure. We got to see people from the past time traveling to the future. What would happen when we saw someone from the future in the past? That would be... I, I would want to know. All right. We also have uh, Sophia Rosinski as Mac Cole. And she's sort of the tomboy of the group. Of the four girls, I think she was my favorite. Uh-huh. To me, she had the most interesting story. Yeah, I agree. Mm. She was like she was kind of the most reasonable of all of them. <laughs> How so? Like I don't know. She was the one who was like trying to move the fastest if there was something going on. Yeah, she was the most just like okay, we're gonna we're gonna try to do stuff. She had, I think. Probably the most like character development by the end. In what way? I don't know. Just like at first, at the beginning of the show, she's just so unwilling to try and become friends with any of them or even open up in any kind of way. But like by the end, she's like fully a part of the team and like helping making decisions and protecting her friends. She also has the the mouth of a sailor, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is one thing I guess I. I wasn't expecting from this show, and I guess that does carry over from the graphic novel. Is there's a, there is a lot of swearing in the show. 
I, when I was 12, I did not swear that much. But yeah. Maybe that was different in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, no. Did, did I, you swear that much? I dad? still don't no. even swear that much now. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Maybe it's being a paper girl. Apparently. It gets you to swear. Gets you to swear a lot, yeah. Or at least one who maybe wears a lot of Maybe they're all just jacket. enabled by each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you travel through time, that the swearing inhibitor falls away. <laughs> I mean, if your parents aren't around, you can swear all you want. Yeah, there you go. You should see me at school then. Uh, our last character is Fina Straza, who plays K.J. Brandman. And she sees her future self. She never actually interacts with her future self because they think she's too scared to. Uh, but she learns about her future and that, and what she learns really shakes her to the core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should go into spoilers. No, go into spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you like her development? I really liked her. Like, I don't know why, but I just, like, I just really liked her character. Mm-hmm. She was kind of the, the quiet one of the group, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, the quiet but, like, secretly kind of, like, weird one. <laughs> yeah. Is that you? Wanna... Probably. Yeah, so those are our four main girls. And then some of the adults that we have. We have the, I don't know, I... <laughs> To me, it's hard to call them villains. They're odd characters because they act so... So so this woman who's called the Prioress, she's chasing them down and has some kind of a gun or weapon. And But then at the end of the series, it almost feels like she's doing a 180, and it, to me it was just out of the blue. Why is... She just like heard one name, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, never mind. Yeah, and I don't know if this would have been been explained in more seasons. What What do you two think? Yeah, that didn't really make sense to me because at the end, she, she like the whole season, like we'd see her and she just looks so formidable and like scary. You never knew what she was thinking, but at the very last thing, she's suddenly just like, "Oh, I'm good now." <laughs> yeah, I thought the main villain Derek was interesting. His name isn't Derek. Yeah. In this show. But you know, the guy. The guy from The Good Place. The guy Derek. plays Derek in The Good Place. <laughs> the guy plays Derek in The Good Place that you just call him Derek. I thought, I thought he was a good villain. He only showed up like But uh, I don't twice. know. I wasn't that scared of him. I don't think he was that, like meant to be that scary until the end. He, he seemed just kind of chill, but slightly manipulative. I think he is. So I think you're talking about, so the actress name is Jason... Mantzukas. Oh, his name is Jason. And he plays the grandfather. That's his name is the grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the leader of the old watch. He's one grandfather. I just keep coming back to the, the story of this. I I just find it really confusing. Why like they talk about these old guard and the people against them and I just don't get a sense of who these groups are. Yeah, I don't get what each, what each of them is standing for yeah. or what they want. Like, like even the explanation of of taping over the timeline and it, none of it makes sense to me. No. It, <laughs> I feel like either the story is just so convoluted to begin with that they couldn't adapt it, or something was left out, or, or I'm just not getting it. Which is funny because I I was reading a lot of reviews about this show where other people were saying, oh, I love the show and it's so great and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I kept thinking, are, did we watch the same show? I <laughs> Maybe it's a different experience based on the specific age. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe we're too young and you're too old or something. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? All right, so uh, special effects. I think you you sort of touched on this, but what do you think? Mm, They weren't the greatest, but, like, they didn't suck. So apparently this show came out about the same time as as The Lord of the Rings or Amazon's prequel Lord of the Rings. Well, you you can't compare that. Well, right, but I'm thinking maybe that's where all their money went. Because no. I feel like I feel like the effects in the show were pretty subpar. Yeah. The the giant robot looked kind of fakey to me and just took me right out. Looks of like the story. you've seen a video Power game. Rangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Power Rangers. It looked like some cheap Power Rangers knockoff. And you know when a very climactic thing happens during this robot battle, I I was still more taken out of the show just by how fakey the robot looked. <laughs> where where did this other robot even come from? There wasn't any mention of it for the rest of the series. Right, yeah. It was just there. Things just appear, disappear. You know, how do they move through time? How do they... If rifts are so rare, how are there so many of them? And yeah. how, are they, how are they able to, like, create them, maybe? Again, yeah, there's... To me, it just seems like there's so much unanswered in this that... That it really bothers me. <laughs> yeah. Should we go to rating now? Final thoughts. Hey, okay. Oh, yeah. So nothing else you want to talk about? Not really. Okay. I'm going to give this show a 6 out of 10 because the first couple episodes are really good. And then the final part just kind of took me out of it. I feel like they could, they could have explained the timeline thing better. How does time traveling work? They could have had more story arcs. And they could have escaped situations. Um, I think I really like the aesthetic and like the premise of this show. Like if someone came up to me and explained what the basic concept of the show is, I'd be like super intrigued. But like I feel like the show didn't really like live up to that. I feel like it was more kind of melodramatic and like kind of just focused on the drama between the girls. And less so about like the cool plot and whatever. They never explored the. I feel yeah. I feel like there was so much more that could have been explored and explained, and I like that it focused on the girls, but like, it it focused on them to the point where like I don't understand anything of what was going on in the background. So, I think I'm also gonna give the show six out of ten. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the one who originally wanted to watch this girl or this show because I thought, because the premise sounded so intriguing. You know, these twelve-year-old girls get sucked into this time war, and also the girls didn't really seem twelve. Yeah, seemed like older. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the The actors are all a bit older. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had such high hopes for it, and it just, to me, it just failed on kind of nearly every level i the story i found plotting it was not exciting to me the special effects were kind of drab i thought that i, I kind of thought the that most of the adult actors other than the tiffany like tiffany's older self was fine but most of the adult actors i just felt like they were they weren't really there it's like they were just kind of phoning it in like they just felt wooden mm. Except Derek. 
I don't know. I I I don't think I can even agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of makes me sad because I really wanted to like the show, but for me, it just did not did not work. And and it makes me kind of want to go look at the at the graphic novel and see yeah, what the too. difference is. Like, is it really like like just this morning? I was reading a, a synopsis of the entire graphic novel, and even reading the synopsis, I found myself totally confused. Mm by what, you know, they do this, and then they do this, and they're traveling to all these different times. I'm thinking, huh? So uh, in the end, I think I'm just going to give this show a 4.5 out of 10. It just, to me, it just didn't work. That's the worst review you've, like, Man. ever given. <laughs> Is Even it? worse than that one score movie we reviewed that one time. Oh, yeah. Or is it worse than Can of Worms? Well, you know, and I was thinking about you know, we were talking about bad movies, right? And I think there's a difference between bad movies that are that are kind of fun or funny, silly, funny, bad, versus shows that I think are really trying to take themselves seriously and then, but they're just not there. Mm-hmm. And for me, this almost is kind of one of those. It it just, I don't know. It, it just fell short for me on in so many categories that, I mean, I have really have no desire to watch it again, or and uh, and of course, and now this show, you know, they had wanted to get a next season, but they didn't. So they're they're you know that's just going to be the end. So the series kind of leaves on a cliffhanger. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. So I suppose you you know you can go read the graphic novel because because I guess it followed it closely from what I was reading. So if you want to know what happens, you can keep reading the graphic novels. But um, I mean, I guess I can, I can personally see why it was canceled by the by the bigwigs. And but that also makes me think of you know everyone has a show that's for them. You know some people some people really glommed onto the show and they liked it and they're you know and there's like this vocal outcry oh you know it's they're they're not doing a second season and I'm so angry. And you know that's the way I feel about about other shows. You know, there are other shows that have been canceled, and uh, I don't know if you guys knew this. You know, my my recent favorite show, uh, Lockwood & Co., that was canceled. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. So, I'm you know, I'm in, I'm in the opposite side of there. I absolutely adored and loved that show, and I was just reading this morning about shows that were canceled, and I found out that that was canceled. So, you know, so, you know my feelings for that show... And when we reviewed that, I was gaga over that show. And I was, no, I want a second season so bad. But, you know, they're the same kind of people like me who really enjoyed this show. And they're they're sad, too. So I think, you know, I wish, I wish we lived in a world where we would get second seasons or third seasons of shows that, you know, niche I groups like. I wish we like. lived in the world where cliffhangers weren't allowed to be the last episode. <laughs> yeah. They should, like, just throw in a little fun episode at the end of every season. So if it's, like, the last episode ever, it's like, oh, well, at least it was fun. <laughs> All right. Any more you have to say? Or I feel uh, like I'm the only one who's been talking for the last <laughs> five minutes. But I think I pretty really. much said all, everything I thought. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. That's our wrap-up of 
the Amazon Prime series called Paper Girls, only one season. So if it sounds interesting to you, watch it. Otherwise, we'll move on to Fortune, Fortune Cookies. Mine ripped, but I can see the piece inside the cookie. That so the same to... thing happened to me. Oh, yeah? Just now? Yeah, I can see it in there. Except mine, it didn't rip in half, It so that I can still read the whole thing. I'll, go, I'll share mine first, since mine didn't rip. Character is the cornerstone of success. Okay. Even the longest of days will come to an end. I have extracted my little tiny piece here. Yay. Right, mine is... Engage in group activities that further transformation. Okay. Sounds good. Is this a group activity that further transforms us? Probably. Great. Do you want to do the wrap-up, Linnea? Sure, I'll do the (laughs) wrap-up. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. This has been Brian, Evan, and Linnea. Do you want to say bye? No. Bye. Okay. And you can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. I think that's it. We don't have a Twitter (laughs) or threads. Yeah. You... I mean, you can email us. You can email us. You can. At what? Lunchboxreaction at gmail.com. Oh, okay. That's a fun Fancy. Email. That makes sense. It does. Because we're, we're like, Because the name back. of our podcast is Lunchbox Reaction. Okay. <laughs> and we'll see you next week at the lunch table. Bye-bye. Bye. So long. That was such a cool stomach noise, Evan. It was. A cool stomach noise? Did you hear I could hear it from across the room. I it couldn't made like hear a it. Boom. Well, I'm wearing headphones, so. It was like. Maybe if you like turn the audio up enough, you'll be able to hear it. Because <laughs> I could hear it from here. That was weird. It felt All right, back, back to Paper Girls. Okay, yeah. <laughs>